from the horse capital of the world, the great city of Lexington, Kentucky. Welcome to Red Barn Radio. Wherever in the world you're listening, join us as we celebrate the music and artists of this Kentucky region. Tonight, Red Barn Radio presents a concert performance with Johnny Conqueroo. Coming up on Red Barn Radio. Red Barn Radio is brought to you with the financial support of Visit Lex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. Planning to visit Lexington or just looking for more information, Visit Lex is on the web at visitlex.com. We're more than just bluegrass. Lex Arts, Lexington, Kentucky's Arts Council, creating a great American city inspired by the arts. We'd like to thank Sims Pizzeria and Soda Fountain for supplying food each week for our musical guests and volunteers. Chef Greg Scott and Sims Pizzeria and Ice Cream Parlor is located just minutes from Lexington in historic Wilmore, Kentucky. For more information, see Sims Pizzeria and Soda Fountain on Facebook. Listen locally. Working in concert to encourage everyone to embrace any opportunity to listen locally and engage with each other in a variety of shared experiences, including music, theater, poetry, dialogue, and conversation. 
You can learn more about Listen Locally on Facebook, Instagram, and at listenlocally.net. The Griffin Gate Marriott Resort and Spa is Red Barn Radio's guest accommodation partner, providing hotel accommodations for our musical guests. The Griffin Gate Marriott Resort and Spa is the ideal choice for your next visit to Lexington, Kentucky. AccuPrint provides printed programs each week for our audience members. For all your printing needs, AccuPrint is on the web at accuprint.us. Good evening, everyone. I'm Renee Collins, and welcome to Red Barn Radio. Now in our 17th broadcast season, tonight is our 617th live concert performance. Tonight, we are so pleased to present a program of great live music. Our featured artists on Red Barn Radio tonight, Lexington, Kentucky-based Johnny Conqueroo, are making waves in the region and beyond. Guitarist Grant Curlis and drummer Wills Quinn attended Lexington's Providence Montessori School in their teens. Both had been raised with music. Grant's parents took him on many trips in Nashville to see old greats of country music perform. Grant and Will started playing together and then convinced friend Sean Reynolds to try his hand on bass and help them form the band that you're listening to tonight. We'll learn much more about these three young, talented men on our show tonight, but for now, it's a very special opportunity we have to present Johnny Cockeroo's music to the world with tonight's Red Barn Radio broadcast. Welcome them, please, to the Red Barn stage, Johnny Cockeroo. Thank you. 
here's Red Barn Radio's Brad Becker to talk more with Johnny Conqueroo. Thanks, Renee. If you're just joining us, you're listening to uh, Lexington-based Johnny Conqueroo, and this, too, is the music of Kentucky. It's great to have you with us. Johnny Conqueroo is a trio, three friends, Grant Curlis, Sean Reynolds, and Wills Quinn. The first show for you guys was in 2014, mm-hmm. right, and at Oktoberfest. I think that the Oktoberfest was definitely, was like, definitely the first real, sh- yeah. real show. Wills Quinn. We played at Grant's prom. We were the backing band. It was just Grant and I. And how old were you then? Grant was a... Freshman. Freshman in high school. Freshman in high school. Yeah. Yeah. Wills, when did you pick up on on drums, for instance? Was drums what you started with? Yeah, drums basically is like... There was always a ton of instruments in the house because of, like, my dad. He played in, you know, a couple bands in Lexington. And it was drums because... He didn't need another guitar player. He needed someone to play drums, you know. So I kind of just filled that role early in. But, yeah, he showed me a bunch of cool music and, like, you know, suggested a, a lot of cool stuff to check out, like, you know, starting pretty young. Yeah, drums mainly started just to kind of back up, and, like, we would just chill and jam around in the basement. Your family did not mind noise. The basement's pretty well insulated, and the neighbors are very nice. I know they can hear it. (laughs) They act like they don't, but I know they can. Baby, I'm wondering where you 
started off playing trumpet, I think, in maybe first grade. And then I saw a kid at my school do a guitar solo. And uh, How old were you then? Maybe second grade, second or third grade. And then Grant Curlis. I saw him play that guitar solo, and I thought, that looked pretty cool. That um, fourth grader up there just wailing away yeah, on that guitar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It sounded great. I don't sure it was just because I was 14 or how, not 14 but fourth grade but, yeah, yeah right sure but then started going down to Nashville a uh, whole lot my parents took me down there turned me on to a lot of great music turned me on to the blues turned me on to country turned me on to Hank Williams turned me on I guess to a lot of the people that predated rock and roll to an extent yeah you know? did you all actually go to clubs mm-hmm. together mm-hmm. and we went to like honky tonks just like you know the tourist yeah. trap honky tonks on yeah uh, right on Broadway, but um, I started to befriend some of the owners of the bars, and they let me hang out all night, chill, play with them. You know, it was at cheap. that point in time, you were already sort of getting to a point where you were proficient on an instrument. And what instrument was that? Uh, it was lap steel, but I don't know if I'd say proficient, but you know, I could play some chords. Yeah. Yeah. Well, who taught you how to play lap steel? That seems like an odd starter instrument. Yeah, I think it was Chris Scruggs. He's a musician down in Nashville, and he played one night, played some lap steel, and I thought I had to get one, and I got it and sort of taught myself, more or less. And there's you know, some videos online and that kind of thing, but... Uh-huh. Some people think I've lost my head. Well, some people wish I was dead and just now made it.
At what point in time did you start to make a shift away from country, or do you still feel like you still have some pretty strong country roots? The fire's still burning pretty hot inside me. Country yeah. fire, you know? Yeah, I love country still to this day. Um, I play a lot of country so when I'm not with Wills or Sean, you know? You're like old style sort of mm -hmm. uh, country from the 50s, 60s, 70s, mm -hmm. swing yeah. stuff like that more so than the yeah. sort of yeah. hybrid version. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, my family plays music, played in the school bands and stuff, but I was fortunate enough to be asked by Wills and Grant to join this band, um, play with them. Sean Reynolds. Me and Wills, we were good friends in high school, and uh, Johnny Conqueroo, they felt like needed a bass player. So Johnny Conqueroo initially was a two-piece? Yeah, I, I would say, would you guys agree that Johnny Conqueroo was probably initially a two-piece, yeah. playing like your prom and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. A two-piece rock outfit, that's lean. Wills asked me to play bass. I told him I never played bass before, but I'll give it my best shot. And uh, soon enough, I rented a bass when we played Oktoberfest together. It's been peachy since then. <laughs> well, you're, you're a peachy player. I wonder why they didn't track down, like, a bass player. The thing about Sean is, you know, he's so, uh, he's so, so uh, easy to hang out with, so nice. That was the number one priority. 
So if we were going to add a third member, it had to fit perfect. Yeah. And so Sean, we would, we would, we were hanging out with him already. We were like, Sean, if you learn how to play bass, you can be in our band. <laughs> yeah. And I had just sort of had that natural bass player look about me. You know? Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We were looking for a guy with like a facial hair, lots of facial <laughs> hair. Oh yeah. <laughs> now this is a very clean look for you now. We, yeah. you guys have all carried a lot of different looks. Yeah. You can see a lot of different versions of these guys <laughs> online. Me and my friend were just taking it easy. Oh, no more of that hardcore stuff. But see, I'm just having a hard time getting used to it, baby. Oh, but then again, I know that life is rough. Well, I see You just don't care about me Anything and everything can be said. In fact, I think I've had all of it go through my head. At a hundred miles per hour, baby, any faster I'd be dead. Coming up, more Red Barn Radio with Johnny Conqueroo. Recorded live from the Performance Hall at Arts Place in Lexington, Kentucky. We're back with more from Johnny Conqueroo after this break. This is Red Barn Radio.
Welcome back. Tonight, we're with Johnny Conqueroo, recorded live from the Performance Hall at Arts Place in Lexington, Kentucky. This is Red Barn Radio.
go back to the point in time when Grant, when you and Wills were together in Montessori school. How would you describe the way that that kind of education shaped you all artistically? I think especially the the amount of kids that were in the school. Since it was a very, it was a really small school. I think it was maybe 30 kids in the whole the whole school. So everyone sort of had their own thing going for them. The teachers were always super nice. I remember. Do you have any standout teachers at all at that, in that oh, experience? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. We, we got do. Mr. Jeff. McGinley. Mr. McGinley. Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so there was a middle school club, an elective. Do you want to be in a rock and roll band uh, elective or club? And a bunch of people signed up, and Grant and I signed up. That was the first time that we had ever like played together. So that is definitely like, it wasn't just like a, a little club you know, like Grant said earlier, since there was so few people, you know, they really were like, yeah, go focus, go practice. But it was funny because, like, you know, we were all seventh graders and eighth graders learning, like, you know, the white stripes, anything very nice and anything that can be very simple. And, and we, were, we all got to pick a song to play. And I remember that Grant picked this Reverend Horton Heat song. It was like at like 240 BPM and like <laughs> and like was so so far out of our leagues. We were like, I don't know. We might need to save that. A big thing was like early in, all the stuff that we were doing was very like you know we kind of had to run it ourselves, and that was a big part of that middle school was like it was kind of like you need to figure out how to do this. You know, break it down into steps. Mm. These bigger goals, and that's kind of the that's kind of the stuff that they would like you know, lots of project-based stuff. And so, like, I think that gave us a little bit more of an upper hand on, like, you know, we want to be playing at this place eventually. How can we figure out how to step-by-step step get to that point? A little easier, yeah. People, people, where were you at, Lord? I know you were screwing behind my back.
drummer, I have a lot of pieces and parts that I have to keep track of. And I should probably have a checklist or something. And that will <laughs> definitely be in the next update. As of right now, I don't. And so uh, I'm always losing my stuff. Like I said, the checklist, I got a checklist coming. And, uh, <laughs> and then I won't lose my stuff anymore. Did you leave anything uh, home this evening? No. I left my kick pedal at Grant's. But it's here, and I'm using it right now, so we're all good. What about you? From your vantage point, Sean, this is your first bass gig. Not only are you, you know, learning to play bass for a, sort of a band that's sort of happening and moving forward, but you're playing with a trio. Yeah. With a trio, one of the challenges is always making sure we got a, like a thick sound, you know? Yeah. Um, and, uh, and that's where I come in, I guess. I'm sort of the molasses of the group. I gave a little bit of thickness. <laughs> Um, but it is difficult sometimes uh, trying to come up with ways to, you know, play something that complements Grant's uh, Grant's guitar playing. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So how do you guys work that out, and when, when you do your rehearsing? Yeah, you know, for the most part, it'll be either one of us come up with a an idea or a tune, or it'll just be this kind of situation right here. Only we're not on the radio, but you know, we're just playing with each other and then something sounds cool and they just keep just play it over and over and over until it sort of concretes itself into a, a full song you know yeah yeah how often yeah. do you guys get together to do your rehearsing nowadays we're playing just about every weekend you know two times a week two or three two times that's a good practice schedule for the most part i mean it's a lot of just kind of like hanging out and jamming and just yeah. like thinking up riffs and stuff. It's, yeah. I said, downtown boy. Just walking down the street. Oh, just walking to a beat. Trying to smoke a cigarette 
around with videos and stuff. Uh, we were super excited to make that uh, brick music video. We had just gotten that, uh, the smoke machine, which is essentially the center. It's the main character of the music video, even though it's not in it. It, <laughs> it is the main character. We got that at Goodwill for like a, f a few bucks. You and did just, not. And just turned it on in my basement for like 20 minutes and then filmed the video. So this video didn't happen because some student called you and said, hey, I'd really like to do a video with you guys. No, and no, we got a smoke machine. You got a smoke machine at <coughs> the Goodwill and said, let's do a video. Mm -hmm. What have people told you about that video? Hmm. Always positive. <laughs> yeah, pretty positive. Yeah, I got to give a, little, a lot of credit to the guy that made it. Uh, yeah, Jackson. Jackson Donovan, yeah. JD. Yeah. Also a Montessori Middle School alum. Well, uh, also a Montessori Middle School alum. There was somebody. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Jackson, Jackson uh, helped us. Yeah, he's he was in charge of filming, editing, and all that. And he's a buddy that we met through Montessori too. Like 
your guitar playing, it just seems that you go to a real deep place with it. You seem very focused. You don't seem self-conscious at all. What's going on, if, if you wouldn't mind trying to formulate that? I don't know. I could just kind of go up there, play guitar. Well, I feel mad sometimes up on stage, but not mad toward a person or a thing specifically, but just like a, a frustration, you know what I mean? Sort of, uh, you know, like I got music in, in my head or that sort of thing, and I got to get it out in a way, you know, which comes out a little bit. And you're also expressive with your gear. Yeah, I've been trying to actually cut down a little bit on what I've been running my guitar through. And for the most part, I'm pretty just guitar through the amp, turned up, you know, yeah, right. just kind of go, going for that sound. But yeah, I have fun trying to mix and match different things, get what I see what I can get out of it. But Working mm -hmm. toward doing some, some cleaner sounds? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, or not necessarily cleaner, but just guitar. Right. An amp, you know, no yeah, right. no in between. The or dirt no. you get is just from driving it up. Yeah, and yeah. Yeah, right. um, yeah, and try to be more exp expressive with my playing rather than a effect or something, you know. Uh -huh.
Johnny Conqueroo and his band for being with us this evening. And thanks to our volunteers for their help with our production each week, especially Ryan Zinka, Will Paget, Barry Albritton, and Kate Heinonen. And a very special thanks to Becky Alfrey for her work with our social media. We thank all of you for listening to our webcast, watching us on Facebook Live, and those listening to us on the Red Barn network of stations. We also thank the members of our studio audience for supporting the mission of Red Barn Radio which strives to present, promote, and preserve the rich musical tradition and artists of this Kentucky region and share it with the world. Red Barn Radio comes to you from our home, the Performance Hall at Arts Place in downtown Lexington, Kentucky. Our website has updates and further information on our guests and our program. We're on the web at redbarnradio.com. Tickets for Red Barn Radio are now available on the web at eventbrite.com Lexington. Who would like to hear one more from Johnny Conqueroo?
Gridvine Radio would like to thank Grant, Wills, and Sean, Shawnee Conqueroo, for being with us tonight. We'd like to thank Sims Pizzeria and Soda Fountain for supplying food each week for our musical guests and volunteers. Chef Greg Scott and Sims Pizzeria and Ice Cream Parlor is located just minutes from Lexington in historic Wilmore, Kentucky. For more information, see Sims Pizzeria and Soda Fountain on Facebook. Listen locally. Working in concert to encourage everyone to embrace any opportunity to listen locally and engage with each other in a variety of shared experiences, including music, theater, poetry, dialogue, and conversation. You can learn more about Listen Locally on Facebook, Instagram, and at listenlocally.net. The Griffin Gate Marriott Resort and Spa is Red Barn Radio's guest accommodation partner, providing hotel accommodations for our musical guests. The Griffin Gate Marriott Resort and Spa is the ideal choice for your next visit to Lexington, Kentucky. AccuPrint provides printed programs each week for our audience members. For all your printing needs, AccuPrint is on the web at accuprint.us. Red Barn Radio's executive producer is Ed Commons, who also directs our show. Red Barn Radio's line producer and booking manager is Warren Cobb. We also thank our volunteers. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. You can attend a Red Barn Radio concert in person. You'll find performance dates and times at redbarnradio.com. The Red Barn Radio playout theme, Wookie Foot, was taken from a live performance of the Wooks here on Red Barn Radio. For more information on the band, they're on the web at wookoutamerica.com. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be here again on this station next week at this same time as we celebrate the music and artists of this Kentucky region. I'm the voice of Red Barn Radio, Tom Brown. Red Barn Radio is brought to you with the financial support of VisitLex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. Planning to visit Lexington or just looking for more information, VisitLex is on the web at visitlex.com. We're more than just bluegrass. LexArts, Lexington, Kentucky's Arts Council, creating a great American city inspired by the arts. Red Barn Radio is a production of Red Barn Radio, LLC.